Cast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, It becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure I have the opportunity of presenting special guest Will Owens, CEO of The Mind Creates. Will is a millennial that's one of the top creators in the world. In addition to his engineering degree, Will has earned various business, financial, and spiritual certifications through utilizing powerful financial and business systems. He has a deep passion for educating others on mindset, spiritual relationships, money, and business. Will played college and semi-pro basketball before turning down his professional contracts to play in China so that he could pursue a career in the corporate world. Will climbed the corporate ladder for FedEx Ground Headquarters and PepsiCo before resigning and starting his own business. In September of 2015, a life-changing event occurred where Will had to move from Georgia back to Maryland so that he could assist in raising his younger brothers. This was due to his mother being diagnosed with stage four liver cancer at the age of 44 and eventually passing away 10 months later on June 11, 2016. Will turned the devastating situation of his mother's passing into a positive opportunity for impact by creating his first company while mentoring LLC. After operating... While mentoring LLC for four years, later in 2020, 
Will founded the Mind Creates to address the new needs in the area of mindset development and opportunity creation. It's with great pleasure I have the opportunity of presenting Will to the show. Welcome to the show, Will. Hey, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. Um, um, it's a pleasure to be here. You know, you have quality content, great, great guests, great guests all the time. So I'm just happy to be one of them, brother. Thank I you so to, much. I'm happy to have you here. And look, my heart goes out to you about your mom. I had stage one kidney cancer and I was Ooh. 43. So I can imagine what, I mean, I can't imagine. It hasn't happened to me where I had my mom passed away from cancer, but my, my, my heart goes out to you guys. And then anyone who suffers from like having the loss of your mom, that's like a soft spot for me. Like I'm real tight with my mom and she's 74. And like, I couldn't imagine like having to go through what you go through, but the fact that you turned it into a positive circumstance, I could tell that that's what helped you gain your spiritual perspective and growth of where you are right now. And that's why you're being so motivated to guide others. I wanted to ask you with your mom's situation, have you felt that you were spiritually awakened when you had to go through the situation of her, her diagnosis, you know, treatment and then her passing away. How was it for you in terms of your personal experience with it? And how did it transform your life to be where you are now and what you're doing? Yeah, you know, Jason, they say powerful people ask powerful questions. And, uh, you know, that's a powerful question, brother. And it's one that is so key and right on time. What happened was, you know, with that whole situation and God actually told me, he said, I'm not doing it to you. I'm doing it for you. Now, as a to you, right, a lot of people would be like, oh, man, why is this happening to me? Woe is me. All these things. They look at it in a negative perspective. But what God was telling me, he was like, I'm going to use this situation so that you can impact the entire world. This is a situation added to your testimony. And when you when people can understand that you lost your best friend. Right. And, and somebody who, you know, was impactful, who you looked up to your entire life. And they see where you turn to to gain a foundational basis of a new relationship, which is one with God. They're like, you know, he that's what he ultimately wants. He wants people to be in relationship with him because he'll never leave. And so although he took my mom in the physical, she's still here in the spiritual. Yeah. I see her. <laughs> I see she's a strong her person, children. I feel like. I'm a medium. So oh, I like for sure. Strong energy, extremely beaming and, and prideful and joyful about you taking care of your brothers and having the ability to help them and doing what you're doing. I feel like she's come to you in dreams and I feel like she's very strong in terms of your, your guiding light. Right. And I feel hey. like <laughs> I, I could pick up on her energy pretty strong. If you, if you can believe in that, I just, I have had a lot of those experiences over the years. And I feel like for you, you already know that she's guiding you. She's like your North star, right. And she's your compass and she's giving you the direction you need to lead where you're going and helping others. That's powerful. Yeah, man. Hey, you know, the, the beautiful part about it was, you know, even uh, reading up on you, listening to your episodes, you being a medium and doing what you do. It was the, the power of understanding. Yes, I, I know for a fact there's spirits and things like that. And energy is real. And yes, my mom, anybody who knows her. Everybody knew my mom was a feisty fireball, like, you know, one of energy, (laughs) feisty fireball. Like she was one of energy, went a hundred and hundred thousand percent at, uh, with, with intensity at everything that she did. She was a loving person. She didn't take no BS. You know, when it came to her kids, she, she did what she needed to do. It's an an amazement to me because I'm like, there was so much things that she did in her time of life here 
I was like, how did you do all this? Right. Like life when you think of 43 years or 40 yeah. life, I'm only, I'm 45 now. And I don't feel like I've done nearly what I want to do before I go, you know? And, and that's the crazy part. Right. So she was 45 when she passed away. And I was like, mom, you know, what else do you want to do? She's like, well, I did everything that I wanted to do in life. And I was like, wait, what? And like, that's that, like her saying that I was like, well, why would I keep you here? You know what I'm saying? Like if you did everything that you wanted to do, then, and you know, like you feel like there's nothing else for you to do, then you did what you came to do. You know, you, you lived out your purpose on earth. And I can say that she lives on through me and my brothers and oh, yeah. kids. And it's so beautiful, you know, and I just, I love it. I love it, honestly. So yes, I'm not looking at it as a negative event. I use my testimony to help other people realize, hey, at any given time we can go. So therefore, live life, you know, live it responsibly, <laughs> but live life. Don't just serve, don't just survive and don't just exist. Make a meaningful impact in everyday life. And my hats off to you, Jason, because of the fact that you are doing that, right? You're mm-hmm. you're you're making so many connections and you never know who those people are connected to and what that can turn into. Like when people work they work in their gift, not job. J-O-B is just over broke. But when they work in their gift, man, it's so amazing how you can impact lives and attract people to you just from that natural happiness that radiates from you and energy. Interesting. I know we met on Podmatch and that's helped my podcast a lot because it's quality people get introduced to you in a, in a convenient way where you can vet each other and then find out you know, hey, I'd love I'd love to have Will Owens on my show. <laughs> you know, let's set this up. And it's it's nice because someone like myself who also works as a lawyer doesn't have the time in my schedule to sit there and go on the internet and try to find guests all the time. In fact, for the longest time, I mean, I get a lot of my guests through publicists sometimes too, but I, I love the fact that we have the ability to do these things with, the, with something like Podmatch. I think it helps to introduce us to one another and it creates relationships. And that's yes, it does. my podcast. I've, I'm grateful about those kind of opportunities. You coming and meeting with me this morning is an opportunity that I appreciate for our audience to hear your story. I want to ask you this. In terms of your journey, at what point did you think that you would be on the path that you're on right now where you're helping to work with others, you're working for yourself, you're doing this you know, powerful, transformative things in your life? Honestly... At the age of 23, I can say I did not have a relationship prior to the age of 23 with God. I was listening to one of the episodes earlier and somebody was like, they explored like different religions and then came back to Christianity. I I never had that experience. Like I was a Christian, right, through uh, Easter, (laughs) New Year's. And if that, right, I didn't have a relationship with God, knew nothing about Jesus, knew nothing about disciples, nothing like that. And what it was, was I got to the worldly success, right? So having cars, house, you know, good job, money, social following, all these things. And I realized none of that made me happy. None of that. I, I didn't feel any type of substance from that. And I was, I'm going to be honest, like I, I. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
was like, I'm gonna kill myself because like I don't know if you ever you ever played The Sims, Jason? Like the the game The Sims. I, I played it until a while. But yes, yeah, I- <laughs> yeah, it's like a long time ago. But sim- simulating the life, right? Simulating yeah. a person's life. So when I played The Sims, you know, if you gave your sim all the money in the world, you know, had gave him a nice house and everything, and you're like, okay, now what with the sim? Like it, like life is over, right? Now start you know, using them to to destroy their life or doing dumb stuff because the game wasn't fun anymore. And so that's what happened in my own personal life. And I was like, I don't know if I want to live anymore. And God said, hey, give me your life. And I was like, "Uh, who's that? Like, who who just taught? I am the only one in my house right now. I know I heard a voice. Where did that come from? And I immediately got down on my knees because I didn't know what that was or where it came from. I was like, give me what? Give give you my life. And I was like, okay, you can have it. Whatever you want, you know, wherever you want to take me, whatever you want to do, whoever you want me to talk to, you can have it. And God said, get ready. And the next day, man, my first floor flooded. It flooded. And I was like, what? And the guy that... What happened was I had a water pipe burst under my under my house. Not an accidental discharge of water under your policy. Usually, well, I I I didn't have to worry about any of that. I didn't have to worry about it. Everything was covered, and my water heater broke at that time too. So it was like a double whammy of incidents. And that's my guy. (laughs) The guy who actually came through and replaced my carpet. He actually um, told me a story that resonated with me very well, and it piqued my interest. And he was like, hey, man, I want to invite you to come feed the homeless with me. And I was like, sure. And so he was like, yeah, you know, we do Bible study at my church and it's non-denominational. I was like, you said feed the homeless, so I'll be there. And then when I got in there, I said, wow, look at how God works. I actually was talking about me having everything, and now I'm in an environment where these people have nothing. Yeah. Wow. How ironic. And so, you know, as I'm serving, I felt really good inside. I was like, okay, I'm doing something here. Right. And then as I progressed through, I actually, you know, a couple of days later, I tried to go to church and just didn't work out. But God was like, I don't want you to have the typical normal church perspective about me. God's yeah. here. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's how I was raised too. God's your first yeah. word. <laughs> Yep. And he was like, let's have a close relationship. I want you to hear me. I want you to feel me. I want you to be one with me. And so I was like, I'm all for it. And then, you know, as life's events happen more and more, just things add into my testimony. And I realized everybody has a testimony. And I wanted to be the one that be able to connect with people and say, you know, have meaningful, deep conversation with them, not just conversation that was blah like you know there's a lot of people hey how's your day going good like no like really how's your day going what did you do you know did did you see anything did you hear anything what you know what is it add some substance to the conversation and that's so important everybody has a story and if you don't tell your story like my mom right jason you say you're 45 yes if you go tomorrow who knows your story who knows what you're about who did you impact those who, who are connected to you. But if you don't have an impact, then guess what? You're not going to have much of a story that people are going to remember. And, and even so, the ones closest to us, they think they know us. They think they know us. There are things that sometimes we hide. Behind. Hey, Jason, does uh, do all your family members use you as a lawyer? 
Uh, you know, I make a joke about that because I have a lot, of, a lot of people in my life will call me up random times a day about legal issues. And, and it, you know, once you're a lawyer for a while, I've been almost 20 years. Right. I, I, yes. They will call me and ask me for legal advice about friends, <laughs> family themselves or whatever. Yes. God, that, that, that's good. That's good. I know that like, even when I was starting off as a business owner, there was so many things that I would tell my family, like, Hey, I know how to do this. And they're like, nah, you're an engineer. <laughs> you know, we, we know what you know how to do. And I'm I, like, no, I know how to do a lot more. You know, I have to ask you about your your your, your ball, your 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 background in playing pro and college ball. Uh, I, that fascinates me because I always find that people who have athletic abilities are are in their own way insightful, intuitive, and work hard and disciplined. Oh and I yeah. To ask you about that in terms of how that was for you. Like when you played ball, did you find that for yourself it helped to shape your spiritual growth or your personal journey? Like, was there anything with your athletic background that contributed to your perspective now and if so what would that be so i can definitely say that basketball like I mean between working as a team understanding people's different roles um you know and it's good that you said that because in the intuitiveness right i would get a lot of rebounds just off the fact that i could factor or feel where the ball was going to go even when it comes to like defense right i can feel where a person would like move or i could feel it and people are like, well, how did you know that person was going to do that? And I was like, you knew just, it's I called intuition. <laughs> That's a theory I got, by the way. I have a theory. My theory is this. And I don't know if it's from all the meditation I did in the past year or just journeying inwards during the pandemic. But I have a theory that if you have some type of strong intuition, that it could become a, a creative ability. It could also be athletic ability. So when you look at athletes, professional athletes or athletes who are very skilled and you look at people who have very high music ability or, or any kind of talent, I feel like there's an intuition under that that helps to guide them in terms of they, they do those things. It, that's so powerful that you said that too on the aspect of, I, I call those all the things that you said with creativity is like art. And yeah, so when it I- is. It's, We're on the same page. You got it, brother. Yes, 100%. And so I was like, why did I like basketball so much? Because I'm like, you know, I, I fell in love with. This I cannot life. shoot a basketball for my life, but <laughs> so I have the utmost respect when I can't do something and someone else is like amazing at it. I'm like, you got my respect. But that's that's how it goes. And that's the same thing for me with other sports like football, baseball, tennis and stuff like that. I'm like, I love basketball because I am good at it and I'm, I, I, I enjoy it. But I will watch somebody else play their sport and be like in awe. Like, you know, so, <laughs> How like about somebody who could play multiple sports in there on top of their game. I I, I played football in high school <laughs> and my brother was like the team of, you know, the start of the team when he was older, five yep. years older than me. So I had the burden of playing and I just, I, I tried hard. I did well, I did okay, but I wasn't like natural with it. I was just an awkward, clumsy person kind of. So football <laughs> worked for me because I was able to like just run to the people and tackle them kind of thing but if you get yep. support with dexterity I, I wouldn't have been good with it so i i, I want to ask you this the mind creates how did you come up with that title i didn't come up with it god gave it to me i love that i love yeah, that i believe I that I'm, yeah. a, I'm a strong advocate of manifestation utilizing your perspective positive viewpoints create it in your mind and then like i actually literally wrote down on a piece of paper as we were talking I, I went this morning and got some dunkin donuts here's my dunkin donuts coffee as i was driving I get motivated, things pop in my head from my Instagram feed, and I came up with the live the way you dream, right? So I'm thinking, live the way you dream. And that was kind of resonating inside my head. Like, what does that mean? Well, when if you dream big, you can live big. If you dream of multiple things, you can live in, in different ways, right? And 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 something made me think of that before our interview today. And I think it has to do with manifestation and 
I think it has to do with what the mind creates, because I think That's, if you're able to create your world and envision it, then you'll see it and it'll become. And wow. <laughs> I feel very, very, so I smile when I talk like this, because I feel like it's, it's, it, it's, it's crystal clear to me. And I want to ask you for you with manifestation, have you had challenges trying to use it in your life or have you found that it comes seamless to you? And what recommendations would you make to anyone in our audience who struggles trying to manifest in their own lives right now? And they just have a hard time with it. Yeah, no, that's that's beautiful. That is beautiful that you asked that question. And yes, man, you get it. Wow, you really get it. That <laughs> it, it really is. So that's why people are like, what is the mind creates? I'm like, the mind creates is whatever you want it to be. As in, whatever the mind creates is what your life will be. If you create a life of positivity, happiness, you know, success and, and glory and all these things, it will be that. But if you think negatively and just operate in sadness and, and misery and things like that, that is what it will be for you. It is a life of perspective. And if you want to change it, you just literally change it. So, right, you ask the question, how do I help somebody that has had manifestation issues? For me, I never had manifestation issues and neither does anybody else. What I want to say is that we all know how to manifest. We just manifest things that we do not want. So what it is, is I think there's like four or five basic steps to manifestation. And it's no more complicated than this. It really is not. All you do is think a thought. First step, number one, think a thought. Whatever you want to think, think that thought. And then number two, think about it constantly. As you think about it constantly. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You just like whether you, you know, do like just keep it on your mind throughout the day, all day, every day. Just constantly think about it. Right now. Here's the key point. Key point. No matter what you were thinking about and no matter what you were thinking about constantly, if you add emotion to it, emotion, energy. Right. Once you add that emotion and energy to it. Now, I'm going to say this. Right. It could be negative energy or it could be positive energy. But either way, you have to add energy to that thought and then just wait. Just wait. So, okay. It will happen. It will happen. You get goosebumps <laughs> when you talk spiritual stuff sometimes. I, I do. I do. As you, as you laid out the recipe of the four aspects of manifestation, which I like your, your, I like your approach. I like your, your word choice. I think of like, like my coffee, cream, sugar, <laughs> caramel, and coffee, like is my equation for my morning coffee today, but I'm making a joke about it. It's, it's a recipe, the recipe of manifestation, yes, right? And interesting, when you talk about adding emotion into it, I always strive on the positive side because I think if, and, and I've been prone to this, I, we're all human. So trust me, as, as positive as I may sound at times, we all have our own issues. Like with the pandemic, I've noticed I've had depression to battle and anxiety and all those things. And I always, on every show, I talk about reducing the stigma of mental health to reduce the, the stigma of mental illness and to help 
you know, boost mental health awareness. I wanted to ask right. you, because it sounds like you've been through some profound things in your life with grief and things in general. How do you find for yourself, you've been able to be in touch with yourself, understand your own mental health is, in terms of as a priority. And with manifestation, I find that when I try to maintain a positive attitude, it sometimes will help those negative thoughts dissipate. The more I work at it, the better I get with it. But sometimes you can fall backwards and fall in a fall in a slump, right? And yeah. uh, one of the things I'll, I'll simplify this for myself, at least with the pandemic, I'll say this: I look at my life with a rearview mirror in mind. That if I look in the rearview mirror, you're never going to go forward in the car if you stare backwards. So, in terms of the pandemic, I find that if I look ahead, everything looks amazing, everything feels better. But if I if I look back, forget it. You're way down like an albatross. So for me, it's like look forward, stay stay positive, and stay focused. And that's like my recipe right now for helping myself with mental health kind of challenges and stuff. I want to see. Did you have your own approach that you'd like to share with the audience when you get uh, down? Something that you might be able to say that you do to get yourself in a in a positive viewpoint. Yeah, man. You know, it's so crazy, right? Like you're 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 spot on with these questions. They're powerful <laughs> because there's things that I like want to talk about with other people and it's like how do i get to that point in the conversation but these are these conversations are i mean these questions are super like spot on man um so thank you for tapping in and, and just you know being able to share that so when it comes down to it i used to be a person that like used to think everything had to be done my way everything had to be done with me and my efforts and things like that it's just like oh it's me all the pressure on me that adds a lot of stress and at some point you break Right. So dealing with my mom's death, like I lost my job before, you know, um, I got a divorce. Like there was so many mental things that just would break a person. And like people were like, how did you make it through? And I was like, you know what? Honestly, God was how I got through. Like it, I'm not religious. I am not religious. When I learned that when I read the Bible, I look at it from the context of a king laying down rules to other kings that that king created, right? So it's a king telling other kings and queens how to live in a kingdom. And he's sharing all of these stories about kings and queens living in a kingdom and following rules and the consequences that happen if you don't follow the natural laws, the rules, you know? And I'm like, in the spiritual laws, and I'm like, when I had that perspective of the king, the kings and queens and the kingdom, it help me. So what I learned is that in a kingdom, if a citizen ever has an issue, they can give that issue to the king because that is a reflection of the king's rulership. And so the king doesn't want to look bad. So he's going to solve his citizens issues because that's a reflection of his rulership. And so I just give everything to God. If I'm ever depressed, if I'm ever angry, if I'm ever frustrated, whatever it may be, I give that to God and God in return through Jesus, right? Like somebody who was living here, feeling all those things with us, but he just handled them a different way. God and Jesus get helped give me a new perspective on life. And, you know, when people get baptized and, you know, they do the Christianity route, I'm telling them like, hey, it's, that's the beginning. It's not the end. It's a start. It gives you a new life, a new way of thinking, a new way of understanding with wisdom and experience. Like now you live differently. You got a second chance. Everything that you did in the past was washed away so you can revamp yourself. And when I ask God, like, who am I? Like, 
what 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 was I here to do? And all these different questions I had, because you asked powerful questions. All right, I asked them too. God helped me understand, hey, this is who I designed you to be. This is what I created you for. Now go out and live. And as you do these miraculous things in the world, glory will shine through and it will shine back to him. So I'm like, I don't get stressed anymore. Like literally anything could happen to me right now that is bad in somebody else's eyes. And they're like, man, that's crazy that, you know, that's bad. I'm like, no, there's a bigger purpose behind it. And you are looking at it from the eye level. Look at it from the sight level, the vision level. Now, like an eagle, right? An eagle can see the overview of everything that goes on on the ground. And, you know, you've been on a plane, right, Jason? Oh, yeah, of course. So our problems can look so big. But then when we get on a plane, we're like, whoa, that is, we got we're a like small. Ants. <laughs> the perspective, man. Exactly. We're like ants. So it's like, I'm like, why would I not give a problem like that to the king, to the God? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he he has the overview. He sees what I'm going through. And he I don't he he doesn't want me to struggle. He doesn't want me to go through issues like this. So I'm asking God, why am I struggling? Like, I don't know if you ever read the book of Job, but Job went through a lot of different things. But God's like, yeah, I allowed it to happen because you are one, my most faithful yeah. servant. I'm allowing this to happen because I trust that you will not ever, you know, sway away from me. And I'm, I want to prove a point. And that's, that's what he did. You know, I want to be, I want to have that faith like Joe to where I'll never sway. Cause I know God is so real. It's so interesting. You talk about all that because when I'm looking at things, I think as you were just talking about that, I think of our, our thresholds, how much can we handle, right? When things are thrown at you and you're like, I'll just give a small example. Like my fire, my air conditioner caught on fire when I was actually recording an episode a couple of weeks ago. And smoke was popping through my uh, vents. And I was like, oh, wow, I got done with the episode. And then I realized I was without AC for now two weeks. And then I misplaced <laughs> my wallet last week, one day for a whole day. And I, I sat there and I was like, for a few minutes, crippled, like, oh my God, this, these horrible things are happening to me. Oh my God, oh my God. Right. And then I said, oh there, my I God. A, I had a paradigm <laughs> shift. My paradigm shift was you're going to find your wallet, you're alive, you got the AC issue handled, and you're good. You even have temporary AC in your house. That's a privilege. Enjoy your enjoy your challenges because you can handle more than this. You've been through more than this. So there's nothing about thresholds that you can imagine in your life where it limits your perspective. If you think, like you said, giving it up to God, you can you can. It's all about measuring your perspective, but looking at your threshold and realizing most people get overwhelmed when they think their thresholds like overflowing. And if you think of your threshold as never overflowing, because we're a lot more resilient than we realize then I think that that could have a lot to change within yourself to cause that positive growth and change and that kind of stuff with mindset. And I want to see what, what your thoughts are on that in terms of adapting and, and, and developing and looking at your thresholds and understanding things from the larger perspective. Yes, it is on a threshold. And that's why so many testimonies, like so many people's testimonies are important. Man, when I was going through depression and I was in depression for like two and a half years after my divorce, like, oh God, I was, I was going through it, brother. And when I was able to tell my testimony about how my relationship with God started, dude, my depression broke like that. I was like, oh my God, I am not depressed anymore. Whoa. And as you say things, I think things. And as you were saying about the depression, I'm thinking like, it's about mindset, but it's also about perspective. And then in the bigger picture of it, 
it, you know, it can cure my depression when I do it at purpose. Yes. Yes. Purpose. So if I have a yes. reading I do for somebody or I do work my law job, or if I do like an episode with this or anything that gives me some type of purpose and, and greater value, I, I find that I, I, I rise my, I elevate my vibration, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like when I was able to share my testimony, what my testimony was, was a reminder of everything that I've been through. And as you remind yourself of everything that you've been through, you realize, okay, this isn't that bad. I've been through worse things, you know, or I look for opportunities where I can call on God and be like, look, look, God's going to solve this. <laughs> like God's going to solve this because I believe in him and I know that he's going to solve this and I don't have to worry about it. And people are like, what, what, like, what do you mean God's going to solve Like, look, just wait and watch. And then when it gets solved, they're like, how did you know that that was going to happen? I said, look, I trust and believe in God for everything because he will do everything. Like, I'm like, everything that's <laughs> necessary is going to be handled and, and done in a way that needs to be and, done. And people will be like, there is no way that that could have happened. I'm like, see, and, and that's from your perspective and your vision. And I'm like, when you get God's vision, you see that. Anything can come to you. I, I tell people, just do the simple exercise of manifestation, right? I say, pick out your favorite car. And they're like, okay, I'm going to pick out. I'm like, think about it. Don't ever stop thinking about it. And this is your favorite car, so you love it. You you know, imagine yourself driving it and things like that. And then they're like, okay. And I'm like, now go outside, drive around, you know, live your days, whatever, and watch. Your favorite car will show up either between a TV, a book, a magazine, exactly. whatever. You're talking about synchronicity now. Uh, one of the other things I'm looking at when it comes to mindset is uh, I, I know that thoughts are things. And I know that everything we look at when we focus in our mind, what I like to tell people is if, you, if you're feeling like, perfect example, today I went and got Dunkin' Donuts this morning, right? Mm -hmm. An example of this would be your typical bad day that happens. And this happens, I'm sure, to everyone in the audience. You get up, you start feeling okay. You're like, ah, it's, I'm all right today. You get in the car. I'll use my example. You go to drive to get coffee. You're wearing your shirt that you're going to wear for work. And you spill coffee on your shirt, right? Next thing you know, you're mad about it. You're pissed. You got to go home and change. And as you're, you, the day becomes this negative thought process that kicks into each other. And next thing you know, by 12 yep. o'clock, you're going back and telling somebody, I've had the worst morning of my life because not only did I spill coffee on my shirt, I was late for work. I had an argument with my boss. I had to deal with my assistant and I'm frustrated. And, and, and a lot of people say, oh, that's a rough day. And in reality, it could have started at the beginning when you spilled the coffee on your shirt to have gratitude and laugh about it. You may have changed all those other aspects of that morning just by having the right perspective and approach and trying to reprogram yourself when you're dealing with something that's unsettling or upsetting or frustrating or disappointing or whatever it is. And I wanted to see, is that something that you do as well? Or you uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you got it. I, I would, I'm going to take that same exact example. So for me, right? Yes, right? You spill something. And then I would I would have literally went to work with a smile on my face. Like, yes, I spilt something on my shirt today. And, you know, <laughs> it's a badge of honor. <laughs> yeah, that, right. It was like, hey, man, I look, I, I, it, it's a testimony. It's a test. How are you going to handle the test? Are you going to fold under pressure or are you going to rise to the occasion? So for me, I would have been like, you know, as I'm going to work, like, yeah, I spilt, you know, my coffee on my shirt. And that's the testimony. I'm like, look, I'm that dedicated to the job. I was rushing here and, and, and I wanted to be here so much that this happened. And it's like, come on, hasn't this happened to you? They're like, oh, that happened to me. But I went back and I changed. And through sharing those instances of what happened in our lives, 
people realize, oh, you know, I like that person because they shared something that was intimate, right? Vulnerable, transparent. And now we built a relationship. Now we know, like, trust, and now we have influence over each other. It's a, it's, it's a relationship. It's a, it's, we exchange form of love with each other. And that's what builds powerful connections. And so when I'm sharing with people, and I, you know, I share about my events. People are sharing. They're open up to say, "Hey, you know, like look at you." When I shared about my mom's situation with cancer, you shared about yours. You know, but had I kept quiet about that, would you have shared? Probably not. We would be talking about so many different other things. <laughs> yeah, and so right. that's how it goes, brother. Like you shared your age. You know what I'm saying? To relate when we share. I- I overshare sometimes. I think. I think that's just. I mean, when you have your own podcast and you talk all the time, but not even before I had a show. Like I, I overshare. Like I'll be the. I'll be one of those people that's on an airplane telling people your life story, and you know, usually I, 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 that's just the way I used to be. I'm, I'm still like that, but I just like to talk. Obviously, don't change it. Don't I'm expressive. Don't uh, change it. That's who you, you know. are. Well, and, and this is what I ask you too, from your vantage point as a athlete in your mindset of what you've done with team sports and gaining competitive edges within yourself and challenging yourself. How have you utilized those skills and those learning experiences to turn it into your coaching routine when you work with others? I tell a person, look, first of all, when we work together, I'm not cheap, right? I'm a, I'm a high value person. And it's not that I'm, you know, so expensive to where I tell a person, look, if you work with me, yes, it costs a lot. And because I have to talk to them in their language, right? I say it costs a lot. But then I'm saying, I want you to understand that it's not a cost. Money is no object. You can have endless amounts of money. Money comes in your mailbox every single day in the form of credit cards. You just look at it in the wrong perspective of saying, I am in debt to somebody. No, you're not. The money is there as a tool. And if you know how to invest it and utilize it in the proper ways, it's actually there to help you. But you got to know how to manage it. My goal is to show you how to turn debt into assets. And when I'm showing that person, I'm like, look, you're I write a book about it. <laughs> I actually I think you, you have a book project you're going to do or you've done a book project because I see. Yeah, so around yeah, these areas, that's that. See, look, that's powerful, right? Everybody's telling me you have to write books more. You have to write books. I already have a book. One book It's called It Could Happen to You. God gave me that book. And I talk about how I achieved financial freedom through utilizing everything I'm talking about, but people want me to go in deeper and things like that. So I will, uh, you know, God, God has gone direct and guide me as he did with the first book. And so when it comes down to it, I tell people, look, when it comes down to the mindset, all it is, 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 is a switch. It is a switch of your thinking. And I take people right. through an experience. It's a journey and people enjoy it. So I'm like, you know, Hey, you went through it. Right. Tell me, how was the experience? Like these people are leaving uh, reviews on my I got a profile for Thumbtack. People are leaving like wonderful reviews. And I'm like, man, like this is great. And they're like, it was priceless. It was a priceless experience. Like everybody should do it. And I'm like, did you feel that same way when you started? They're like, I I didn't know what I was coming to him for, (laughs) you know, like, but I love where it ended up. And, you know, it's just powerful. And I say, they say it's priceless. So I say, okay, if you just had a priceless life transformation and you pay $5,000, $10,000 just to work with me, is that, is that in comparison, what do you think? Like, was it worth it? They're like, oh, that was cheap. Oh, it was cheap, but before. The priceless experience of it. (laughs) 
before it costs a lot of money. I'm like, now what skill set did I teach you that you can't go implement over and over and over and over to have financial freedom for the rest of your life? And they're like, no, I get it. Like, no, okay, it makes sense now what you said and what you taught me. I'm like, see, like it's literally, I'm giving you the keys, but you have to be willing to take them. I always, one of the first questions I ask my clients is, are you interested or are you committed? Because when a person is committed and you ask about the team aspect, I'm going to work with you. And I'm going to be that encourager, the motivator, the, the one to hit you up and say, look, check in accountability. Like, yes. what are we doing today? Where are we going? Because we're going to go wherever. Yes, sir. Wherever you want to go, I'm here to go with you on this journey, on this experience. I can vicariously live through you and with you. But wherever you're not allowing me to come with you, I'm not going to be with you. So if you are interested in going down that route and you have all these doubts and questions and fears and things like that, then we can't go down the route because you don't want to go. But if you're committed, you're saying, I'm going to go through hella high water to go through this. You got a teammate. You got a coach. You got an encourager. Right. And right. God is the same exact way. He's like, I will go wherever with you that you want to go. But there are some places where you'll block me out and you'll apply your ego and your pride and your thoughts. And then you won't let me in. So I can't work in a space where I'm not given the, uh, the freedom and availability to. Have you ever in your own way determined what type of intuition you have? Because I feel like you're very strong as an empathic. And I also think you do have your own connection spiritually that helps you guide you. And I feel like a lot, most people don't even identify with intuition in their minds when they have certain knacks, right? Like it's like an athlete who has this amazing ability to, to envision things before they happen. And then, and then they perform excessively, you know, like a, a LeBron or, you know, just amazing stuff that you could just look at. And I think, cause I, obviously I call myself a psychic and all that, but it's all intuition. So it's it about the intuition. potential recognizing the potential within yourself and then achieving beyond that or meeting high levels of that all the time. So I want to ask you this in terms of your own journey, have you found that your intuition has guided you to take your path of where you are right now? Has that been something that, you know, gave you the, the, of move, course. the nudge? Even when it comes to like jobs and stuff like that, I do. I'm like, do I stay? Do I leave? Do I go? What, what, you know, what happens? And then I just it, think I, like you said, I'm, I manifest a situation that I want to occur, but I, I always, right. I, I, I have my own plans, but they say God's purpose and plans will prevail. So I submit whatever I'm like, Hey, today I'm going to talk to Jason. Right. Right. And, and a, we're going to have, <laughs> I'll say this, uh, having an interview in the morning, first thing in the morning, it's kind of cool. It's like, uh, I can't actually explain it. It's like a unique thing that you get to do before the rest of your day begins. And Yes, sir. I, I really like it. I like having yeah. the ability to have our conversation, share with our audience. I mean, that's really what an interview is. It's a great, impactful discussion that has the ability to really help people look at things and, and, and contemplate different things. And they probably would have never done had they not tuned into this episode. You get it. And that's like, like just think about starting your day off with this type of energy, Spiritual. this type of mindset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then just going throughout the whole day, just looking for, you know, the things that you love and the positive effect. And, you know, it just it just makes your it day. You, yes, sir. You flow, you, I flow at a higher vibration when oh. I do anything spiritual between talking with the stuff about you or, or, or anything. It, it's I always flow, flow at a, a, a much easier pace. And I just find my day is just amazing and that's that's what i want for people right when god knew what he was doing when he told me to create the mind creates 
the simple assignment that he gave me for this year alone, he was like, just get in front of 250,000 people. And, and just once you get in front of 250,000 people, talk about me, introduce them to what it's like to have a relationship with me. And I'll take it from there. You don't have to do anything else. Just introduce them to what it's like to live in a relationship with me. And I, I was like, gladly sign me up for the assignment. I'll do it. You know, that resonates with me because I always tell people we're all just instruments of God. Yes, sir. We're all just instruments. There's nothing within us that's, you know, we are supposed to work together and work through the universe, work yes. together. And yes. And have the ability to, to, to channel into that and plug into that. And I think that that's when you're at your highest personal powers when you're an instrument and you know that and you reflect it and you appreciate it. Yep. I, I tell people all the time, I'm just a vessel. I'm just a vessel. People yeah. are like, who, who are you? And I'm like, my name is William by birth, the name that my mom gave to me. But God in the Bible, he, he renamed people when he was like, I want your name to be this because it has a meaning behind it. And so he changed my name from William to God's will. I am. And okay. so <laughs> like they're like, like yeah. And, and people are like, wait, what? I'm like, no, like literally like God will work through me. Right. To have his will play out however he needs it to happen. They're like, you know, like I do relationship counseling, marriage counseling and stuff like that. People are like, how are you doing that? And I'm like, yeah, you see, I'm not even like licensed or, or anything in this realm. But I said, I don't have to be the one to do it. It's not me. It's God. God will literally work through me to give you can words. coach people in certain ways and help them in a system. You don't have to be a counselor to do that. You can do that right. in, in a holistic way. And that, yes, and that's sir. Really beneficial. Yeah. Yes, sir. And so, you know, when I can give people like the right tools to save their marriage, like, come on, man, that's priceless. Because you as a lawyer, you know, it could get expensive to do a oh, divorce yeah. and, and, and it's traumatizing and it, it right. leads to, it, oh man, you know it. So I'm like, do you want to go that route or do you want to work this out with your partner that you, you once loved and actually do love? Y'all just got off track somewhere. This exactly. is a communication thing, right? Now exactly. It's like the four, it. four agreements, the book, right? Yep. Four agreements, trying to develop, uh, de-escalate and develop a better connection with each other. And that's what most people don't realize. They get stuck in their respective corners. Next thing you know, irreconcilable differences, we're done. Well, you didn't put the effort into it. <laughs> right. Right. And that's that's what it is, man. It, it is effort, energy, perspectives, like the vision. Where do you want to go? Knowing all these things, man, it, it, it matters so much. So like I said, you ask so many powerful questions. It's just a, it's an honor to be on with you this morning. And <laughs> it's I, an I, honor to, hey, look, <laughs> if you weren't here, I wouldn't be asking any questions. I look rather silly talking to myself in front of a video <laughs> and asking questions of myself or an yep. empty screen. I appreciate it. It takes two to tango. Yes, I want to ask you. If our audience wanted to reach out to you, how would they find you? What would be the best way for them to reach out to you? Yeah, the best way for them to reach out to me is my Instagram. So it is at Will underscore Owens. That's my fastest way of being reached. Uh, besides, you know, calling up to the office, which is 888. If anybody wants a number, it's 888-262-9996. I, I tell people, like, of course, you mentioned my website, themindcreates.com. They can definitely reach me there. So themindcreates.com. Man, they'll they'll be led to me. If anybody really wants to, you know, reach out to me, they like there's no way that they can't get in contact with me. Like I just I'll always believe it that way. Like I've seen other podcast episodes that I've been on and people that I've never even thought of meeting before, like in oh, yeah. Delaware, you know, around the country, they're like, hey, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, wait, I'm actually going into that area this week. Like, 
whoa, like, let's meet up in person. <laughs> and then like, what? I've had that happen. And so it's just beautiful, man. I, I t- like when I started my relationship with God, I, I really said anywhere you need me to be, anybody you need me to talk to, anything you need me to say, I will do it. And I was, I was like, I sacrificed my life to you because I wasn't going to really like go on with living this way anymore. And when I sacrificed my life to God, the best decision I ever could have made, man, it's, it's beyond just the baptism, right? It's, when you sacrifice your life for something, it's deep. It is so deep. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I love being used, man, because it, it, whatever I can think of, God takes whatever I want in my heart and multiplies it by like a thousand. And that energy right there is beautiful. I love the way you describe that because it's like a connection with yourself. And I feel like you have a strong self-care, self-worth, self-love. And those are pivotal for someone to be able to be strong within themselves and with each other. And I think that that's something as a a, a strong foundation and a strong base. Yes. Yes. I wanted, I know how passionate you are about this. I want to ask you, what gives you the most meaning in your day? It, It is knowing that there's a person out there who may be struggling, man, like in their life. And I could have the opportunity to share a different perspective with them and give them hope, right? Give them a, a glimmer of hope that things are going to get better. And then they can use that and like have something to look forward to in their future. I love that. There's like no better feeling than that. Like, and, and, and you know, like I said, when I charge like my clients, I tell them it's an investment. Like you're going to get, you're going to reap thousandfold of what you put in it's just you got to free up my time so that i can be there to support you you know whenever you need me and as you free up my time like even god asked for an investment right he says 10 percent of whatever i give to you can you just give it back Mm -hmm. 10 percent, like not asking for a thousand percent he's just saying 10 yeah and 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 i like i i when i pay i used to pay tithes or used to not pay tithes because i felt like it was a cost and now that I know it's an investment and it comes with protections and promises, man, I'm like running to pay tithes. Like I do tithes and offerings because I'm like, I know what this comes with. I know what this means. Like, I, like, I don't want to miss out on, you know, all this, like, cause I'm giving into something. Yeah. And so that's what it is. Like when you realize you're giving into something, it adds the purpose, bro. It, it, it changes everything. And it's amazing. You know, I love that in terms of how, how to approach that. And um, I think when you look at your relationship with God, your relationship with spirituality and your relationship with the 3D world we're in right now, I feel like if you're able to recognize that we're not just physical beings and that we exist on other planes, like the spiritual level, and there's more interconnectedness with us and our loved ones that are crossed over, like you mentioned your mom or my grandfather or whoever on the other side that we're close with. I feel like there's a larger point to everything. And it sounds like you've gotten that point. And from, from perspective, if you were to talk to anyone in our audience right now who hasn't really manifested much, what type of perspective would you give them on what to expect if they do it regularly? Oh, whoa. Okay. On what to expect if they do it regularly? Man, I'm going to tell them, one, be careful what you manifest. They always say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> they say, uh, be careful what you ask for. And like, because it once, you know, once somebody implements the, the, the four things that I told them before, dude, 
like it's gonna get scary good on what you can manifest. Music right about artists, that. It's, it's crazy how it works. Here, here, I'll give you a perfect example of people who do this in real life. Uh, so do you know the artist Drake? He's a rapper. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, right. So with Drake, this man said about ten years ago. Right, it was about ten or eleven years ago. He said, "I just want to be. I just want to be successful." And he named out what success was. He said, cars, money, clothes. And then he said, hoes. <laughs> but this was a song he made about 11 years ago. And dude, this man, now, right? There's your intuition about- we were talking about. Remember I said, yeah. if you have high intuition, you're going to achieve things. He's probably a very high man- manifester. Yes. Extreme, but- right? In music, think about it. What does it do? It puts you in a, a thought. It's a healing state. modality. It's a healing Ooh. modality. It soothes the soul. It soothes the mind. It helps you. I mean, think about it. Anytime you hear a good song, no matter what your mood's in, it's going to help you. It definitely does. Think about Drake. He had to actually go to all these different concerts and keep telling himself, you know, I just want to be, I just want to be successful. Here's what success looks like. And he's, he's keep on. T- so he's thinking the thought. He's telling himself that thought. Right. And then the emotion comes by and he's doing it from state to state to state to state to state. And he's telling everybody. I'll give you a simplistic example in my own life. A couple of weeks ago, probably about a month ago at this point, I was uh, at the target with a friend getting some stuff. And I was like, you know, it'd be cool if I did two psychic readings today. Just give me an extra hundred bucks. I said that (laughs) and I had nothing on my schedule. And by the time I went from Target to my house in 20 minutes, I had two people call me and, and book the exact hundred dollars. And I laughed about it. I'm like, that's well, it work. Yeah. Did I pick up on that ahead of time or did I manifest it? I like to think I manifested it because then that gives me that the power uh, confidence, right? Yes, and, sir. And, and and in terms of it, I I know we're running low on time. I can't believe it, how fast this interview like goes by. That's how it goes, brother. It, it, that's it, how it goes. It's it, it, it's amazing. I want to ask you. If you were a spirit animal, which spirit animal would you be and why? Uh, so name the spirit animals. That's one. Name them. I got to give, give me some. Give me some. Come on. Give up. Give up. Well, some. I have an owl here and there's actually two owls, but I always like to say I'm an owl. Like kind of like what you said earlier about eagles. Yep. And that's that's what I was going to say for yeah, me. And you could be an eagle. There. It's not it's not meant to, you know, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you why owl. And it's exactly what you said earlier about eagle. Same type of thing. I'm spiritual. I have two parrots. I've had a bird growing up, a parrot for 20 years. I'm, I'm connected to animals. And in terms of spirit energy, I, I like to see beyond things. I like to see the larger, yep. broader perspective, like being on an airplane. So, yep. that's why, and, and so you're probably going to be very similar, but we think alike. Yep. No, then that's, and that's what it was so for the me. Like the eagle is like, yes. All right. Seeing beyond things and just standing tough and strong in who I am. Right. I'm not at the bottom of the, you know, the, 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 the bird family, right. The top, right. The eagle is, is, it represents you're a soaring. Yeah. Soaring, right. <laughs> so, you know, and eagles fly. Right. And so for me, I fly with faith. And people are like, wow, like, you know, you, why, how do you do all these things? I'm like, I jump and I know that I'm going to be caught. And then it's just going to smooth like wings, just catch me and fly. Sure. And so, yeah. And soar. So, and, you know, I tell people all the time, like, there's so many things you can do. You just got to stop limiting yourself. Stop limiting yourself. Don't put the blinders on, right? Yeah, it really is a thing, right? Sight and vision. There's two. The sight is what you can see with your eyes, but vision is what you can feel in your spirit and it agree with your mind oh man so you got it brother so thank you yes like you know this episode is one that has to be shared with the world because it was it's so natural so free-flowing like we didn't plan this we just got on 
two brothers just talking to each other, just enjoying each other's time. You know, the, the connection that we've made in, in such a simple time, it, this produces fruit. You never know who's going to hear this. And then saying, yeah. man, Jason, oh, I learned this about you, brother. Like, you know, I, I love what you said or will, you know, dang, you know, that was great. And I want to contact you. That's just how it goes. And I'm just ready and available for all those. And I receive them. I learned that my, I can honestly say that my heart before was never open to receiving because I was, I was a giver. I was, I was such a giver. And I, and then God said, look, if you don't open your heart up to receiving what people want to give to you, I'm going to stop allowing you to give to other people. I'm going to, I'm going to shut it down to where there are no other people for you to give to. I didn't like that. I did not <laughs> like that. Man, when I was like, I got all this knowledge, all this wisdom, and I want to give it to people. He's like, yeah. And people want to give to you that same exact way. It's so allow them to. Be reciprocal, be balanced. Yep. Reciprocity, man, is so important. So when I learned about that, dude, like I, if, if a person wants to give me $500 million and I'm like, no, 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 don't give it to me because I don't know what I'm going to do with it and da, da, da. Yeah. Th- that's not going to work. But if someone it, doesn't know what to do with $500 million, there's a lot of charity out there that can benefit or, or people that need it. Right. I mean, right. And, and, and that's the thing. God is like, will you you're a manager. You know what to do with that money. So it's not like you're going to take it and hold on to it. Like and, and not distribute it for the right reasons because you, you're connected with me. Like God's like, you're connected with me. So when I tell you to do certain things with that money, you will do it. So I'm allowing it to come your way because I know that you will put it in the right hands. You will create from this while other people would just go squander that money. Oh, yeah. So and I had to, like I said, switch my perspective here it was thinking I had to take the money on and do whatever by myself. But when God said, no, the money's coming your way so you could do the right things and what I'm telling you to do with it. And I'm like, oh, OK. All right. My fault. You know. Let me, let me get back to letting you be God and letting me be you know, the, the, the servant that, that, that actually worships and adores you and, and appreciates you so much. So, you know, I, I love it, man. I'm just a vessel. Just a Absolutely, vessel. man. I, I appreciate you coming on today and sharing such a positive message and sharing your amazing story just in terms of what you're doing and how you're really affecting, impacting other lives in a positive way. And I, I appreciate that. Hey man, I appreciate you. Keep keep, keep it going because you got a special thing. I'm only starting up, man. I'm only starting. It's the beginning (laughs) for me. It's just it's just something I love to do, and I love having these kind of conversations, and then putting out the content out there for everybody else to hear what we have to talk about. It's it's fun. It's like it's like oh, we're gonna get together and create something that will resonate with something. Let me ask you a question. I want to ask you this: like, does it feel like work to you? No. Like, is it? Is it, it, it? I tell people all the time. That's why I remember I mentioned earlier working and job and like. My mom doesn't really understand the podcasting thing because I went to school to become a lawyer and she yep. accepts me being. A, she loves me being a psychic, but she's like, the podcasting thing. You know, I, I'll tell her something amazing. Like I got nominated to be the best upcoming radio personality in Tampa as, a, as like one of the newspapers. Hey, congratulations! I called my mom. Thank you. I called my mom to tell her about. It. She's like, did you get any new cases for your firm today? And I'm like. <laughs> Mom, I'm like, this is something that's really cool. She's like, I'm happy for you, but she doesn't grasp podcasting. So she doesn't listen to podcasts. You know so. Yeah, I'll, I'll trust. But see, that's what I was talking about when I came, when I asked you about the question of the family support, right? Sometimes when they don't understand who you are, or what you're doing, like, because it's different. She from still what supports they know it, of you. but yeah. It's yeah no, 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 no. I'm not saying like that she yeah, doesn't, no, but I'm saying like, 
Right. She supports you because you're doing it. But then when it comes to like really supporting it of knowing what it is and how it operates, <laughs> and why, why you're so passionate about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's cool. Right. But let's see uh, what I know of you. <laughs> she made a joke with me because I've been doing a lot of interviews and she's like, I want you to come by. And I was like, OK, let me because I just been put stuff on my calendar. So I follow my calendar for everything now. Like if I go to the gym, I put it on my calendar. If I see a friend, I go, on, I put you in on Sunday at four o'clock. It was like Tuesday. So my brother calls me and says, you penciled mom in for Sunday. At <laughs> I'm like, I want to make sure I go see her before the week's up or, you know, before my work week starts. And I actually you noticed, know. and I'll tell you this, I learned this from one of my interviews. I, I can't remember exactly which guest it was, but someone actually books the time with them and their wife before they start their work schedule each week. And mm. I love that because if you can put the priorities of who's the most important, like my mom, like she can yeah. make, like people can say, oh, well, you pencil your mom in at four o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, but guess what? I'm, I got that time reserved for my mother. Yes, right? sir. And, and, and that is precious because yeah, yeah. you have the ability to really prioritize your life any way you want. You can't say you're too busy for somebody. Yeah, no, I do the same thing with my kids. Like, I, like Wednesdays and Thursdays, like the evenings, I tell, I, I don't care what client, whoever it could be that's my time with my kids. I don't want them seeing me on my phone during that time. I don't exactly. want them. I want them knowing, Hey, I'm completely here with you. I do the Wednesdays and Thursdays and then sometimes Mondays and Fridays, but I'm like, that is my time with my kids. Nobody interrupts. I love that. You got to make so, time for those who are most important in your life. No yes, sir. I just want to thank Will Owens for coming on the show today. CEO of the mind creates having conversations about spirituality and how one's own primary focus in life can change. The death of a parent, job stress, a pandemic. Things can make us move and detour our, our path of what we originally thought we'd go and what we're doing. But sometimes that detour actually puts us in a better position. So if you're dealing with something in life that's giving you some struggles, or if you're dealing with something that you're trying to overcome, look at Will's life. Look at his example. Look at what he's doing with creating from something that a lot of people would say, okay, death of a parent at an earlier age from cancer is horrific. And it could really offset a lot of people. Will's actually taking that to create something and he's creating a lot. His mind's creating and he's doing so in such a way where others are going to gain from the benefit of his perspective and his approach. Check out Will's website. I'm going to have all this information in the show notes and, and check this stuff out because I think Will's on, on, on exactly the right path he needs to be on and working with others to guide them is, is what I really see his passion being. And just keep in mind, no matter what you're dealing with in terms of pressure and stress, most of the stuff is like a turbulence on an airplane. It's not an earthquake. So if you look at it from the right point of view, there's a lot of these things you can get through. And that's really all we need to do right now is get through this stuff. You know, I talk about mental health regularly, at least recently, because I feel like it's important. And I think one of the things that helps, at least me and from my point of view, is if you can look at your problems and see that they're not going to really impact you beyond a certain amount of time. Like anytime you think of pain, anytime you think of a setback, think of how long it lasted in your life. And then think about the good stuff that follows after that, because everything ebbs and flows. So keep a positive outlook, because every time you think of the right things, in terms of your passions and your interests and your desires, if you manifest, you'll find that a lot of these things will become reality and it will happen in such ways that you'll be moved and you'll be able to move others. Stay positive because when you're positive, anything's possible. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate and give us a review on iTunes. 
You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms and know that the universe is always yours to explore. At Baker's, no matter where you order free pickup, you get the same great deals as you'd get in store. So you can save when you order during band practice or at the dog park or wherever. Start your cart with the Baker's app and save from wherever today. Baker's, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply. Subject to availability. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.